Hello and welcome to Tully Travels Podcast. Hello, one and all, and welcome to day seven of the USA trip. Um, jump straight in now because I'm very tired and I want to go to sleep. Um, woke up early ish. 4.30 I seem always now to wake up at 4 in the morning and I have to go to the toilet and then back to bed alarm went off at half 5 turned it off it went off again at half 6 got up um, started going to pack it up the bags and everything like that obviously stayed in a hotel last night and went down for the breakfast right fuck it I'll go on a rant this place I stayed at was $100 a night. It was the cheapest place in this town. I ended up getting a disabled room so I could bring the bike in with me. Fine. $100. Now you think. Right, the breakfast will be something. Fucking piss poor. Cereal. You were only allowed two slices of bread. And there was a fucking cunt there. Man in it. Like as if, you know, they, they were going to run out. God forbid they ran out of bread. You know, bring out a bit more. Um, had a bit of coffee, had a yogurt, and had a banana, and that's all I was able to to get to wrangle out of it. Like I was hoping to, you know, maybe stock up and bring a bit for the bike, for the cycle. So up to the room and left, and straight into it. Very heavy, very very heavy, very slow. The bike. Um, chain is fucking something's up with it and it's gone rusty after uh, the day before and after washing it in the shower um, and there's a, a spoke warped so every time the wheel turns I can hear it clicking stopped throughout the day to try and fucking bend it back into place but I'm not able but anyway, on this day, trail anyway, it's not the CNO trail now, it's changed names and the name I can't think of, but it's something Western Trail. I'll Wayne. I'll Wayne or something like that. Oh, um, obviously, Saturday morning, it was busy enough. Cyclists, cyclists out, people out walking, people out running, you know. So straight away I was going, good for him. You know, because um, I was interacting with people, I suppose. And funny, it it does have, I think on me anyway, a bit of a positive effect. You know, you're coming up meeting someone, they're going the other direction and just giving that, hi, how we doing? That's for sure. You know, or something like that. It's, you know, anyway, kept going anyway. And we're stopping a good bit it was very slow the track was in all right condition but just could not maintain speed and stamina and to stop and for some reason it's like my body knows every exactly six kilometers I used to stop and just look at the phone and look at the map and you know I would think right I'm not going to look at this now for an hour or for at least half an hour and see how far I get and sure enough the next time I stop Six kilometers. Excuse me, sorry. I hope no one has yawned now listening to that. But anyway, cracking on, cracking on. And then got to a place 
called Forsberg or something like that. Um, was just getting together and we thoughts. And then came across this lad and a girl. The lad's name was Chandler. The name's girl escapes me, but they're American. They were walking the trail. Uh, they were heading towards Washington. Really, really fucking sound people. They've walked all over America the last number of years. Just bang on, you know, positive. Did all their stuff with them on their back, you know. Really, really sound. And then they carried on. And then I was still there. And then a man came up, Aaron. Aaron. Um, actually, and I feel like all Mike, they were cycling to Pittsburgh as well. Older fellas, really sound, yapping away. Um, took a picture with obviously Chandler and the girl, and then they moved on, and then the two lads. So, a nice memory to have. So, then um, they were kind of shame put for a minute or two, so I carried on. Oh, one of them actually, Michael was his name. He had a titanium bike. It's fucking nice. Um, Never seen one before, so let's see. I said that cost him a few pounds, but um, anyway, cracked on. And in about 20 minutes, I was at that what's called the Eastern Divide, it's like a tunnel and like a something to do with I don't know. Oh, jeez, I can't think. I don't know if the water goes the other way or something like that. I'm not sure. But anyway, I'll have to read up on it again. But once I got past this, it was downhill for a good bit. And I was loving it. I was able to maintain speed. I was able to freewheel. It just kind of took a bit of pressure off. So then um, I was absolutely starved because I was about three hours into it now. And I'd only done 40 kilometres. Came to a place called Deal. And uh, I'd just seen like on the left as I was passing this place like I was on the, the trail and then you know there was a house on the left and they had like a little shed but it said um, baked goods and fresh produce so I pulled in the bike and I went down said I'd have a look in this shop it was only like a little shed you know maybe whatever like fucking nice I don't even know like the size of a caravan so in anyway, and there was like jars of honey, and then there was like these pretzels with chocolate in them, and then there was a bag of nuts and stuff like that. So this little girl, she had to only be eight or nine, came into the store. She was dressed. She had like a bandana thing on her head. And then she had this long, blue, heavy-looking dress. She was Amish. Never met an Amish person before in my life. So I was like, oh, fucking hell. So like, I didn't know these, you know, hung around here. So I didn't I grab the pretzels and the peanuts and I came to 4.50 and all I had was four dollars. It's four single dollars in cash. I was like, fuck. So I was like looking in every pocket and I just went to her. Her name was Lucy. She introduced herself to me. And then I said, Lucy, I said, I'm sorry, I'm 50 cents short. I said, is there any way, you know, you can think? She goes, don't worry. And she said, that was terrible. In a very American accent, you don't you don't have to pay the full amount or something like that. And, oh, geez, I thanked her and I shook her hand and told her she was mighty. Without, I was so happy. 
I was like, geez, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. I suppose just because, you know, having a low day the day before, to let me off 50 cent. Like, I was like, Jesus, that is fucking fair play to that girl. Like, so, full of fucking beans then again and get on the bike and kept going and cycling. And then I got to a place called Rockwood and I was kind of slowing down going through this little trail and there was like a man and a woman just kind of yapping away and the woman flagged me down and she goes oh would you like to sign our book I need to put up a picture actually of what I done and I go yeah yeah sure and she goes yeah if you sign it um, it's for our records so we can get funding to keep it improved throughout the year and I go yeah no bother and Carol Carol was this woman's name like she was oh she was well into her 60s or 70s and then there was a fella there, I can't remember what his name was. But um, anyway, I was talking shit for a while and seeing that there was a water fountain and I went over to fill up my water bottles and she goes, oh, no, sorry, we've turned that off because um, we're afraid it'll freeze and it'll only burst the pipe. And I said, oh, don't worry. She goes, I can, um, I can sell you a bottle of water. They're only a dollar. And I said, right, yeah, yeah. And she goes, how many do you want? I said, well, do you take, do you take credit card? Or like debit card. She goes, oh no, it's cash only. Didn't your man, who was standing there, talking to this woman, reach into his pocket and goes, here, because I had told him I was going to Pittsburgh, you'll need it. Throw a dollar out and give it to your one. And she gave me the bottle of water. Jeez, I was like nearly tears. I said, holy fuck. I said, man, that, that, I cannot thank you enough. Like, that's brilliant. Fucking hell, thank you so much. So... Uh, jumped on the bike again and cycling away and I was thinking about all this thing and it was all going through my head like geez the last two people like how nice they were to me wasn't looking at the phone or the map fuck me I'd done 10 kilometres then when I realised I was going the wrong way or I had I was meant to turn in Rockport or Rockwoods sorry and I didn't and it put fucking 15 or 16 kilometers onto the journey. Completely sucker punched me. And I just went, oh, fuck it. Fuck. Obviously, I was in touch all day with my warm showers host. And um, I told her I could maybe get there for 10, half 10. And that's what I was telling me on my maps. But with this, fucking, it was like 10 to 12 at night. And she had said, but there'll have to be a cutoff between 11 and 12. Like, I was like, yeah, it's fine, no bother. I said, I'll know better by six or seven. Like, I'm not going to, like, you know, be like, oh, half an hour before and I'm not coming. So straight away I just texted her and I said, listen, I'm going to have to fucking up. Um, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not going to make it. Then this uh, warm shower host, who I'm hopefully going to stay with tomorrow, she messaged me and said, listen, if you're more or less within an ass's roar of Pittsburgh, I can come and collect you. And I thought, oh, my God, like, that's so nice. But I was like, Jesus, no, like, I cannot have, like, a woman, like, driving a good hour to come and collect me, to bring me back to Pittsburgh. Like, it's, it's not on, but, like, the, the gesture alone, like, I thought, oh, Jesus, like, people are sound. I don't know what I do the same, you know, for a stranger, but 
Fucking hell, I was, I was delighted. But anyway, I kept the maps going and I kept saying to myself, I'm going to get to Pittsburgh, I'm going to get to Pittsburgh. Knowing full well I wouldn't, but I needed to have that mentality. But I got to, got to about 6pm and I realised like oh, it's going to be dark in like two hours. I need to like, you know, get be, get a bit realistic. So uh, I typed into the map, camping sites, and one came up 20 kilometres away in a place called Donegal. Couldn't believe it. So I said, right, that's where I'm stopping for the night. It was only, yeah, 20 kilometres. 20k, I should usually do that in an hour. This was given an hour and 50 minutes. And I thought, oh my God, like, why is this? Looked at the elevations, sure, nothing but fucking hills. And I thought, bollocks to it. You know, after a long fucking day, a long week on the bike, you know, the bike fucking wrecked a good bit yesterday. Obviously, the fuck up then today, and then to end it off, getting fucking my handed to me by nothing but rolling hills. Never sweated as much in my life, like, I've run out of water and food and whatnot. But anyway, came across a place called High Market. Real fucking fancy, swanky place, like, with lodges and every second place is like, oh, ski and boards rented here, so it must be um, a place, like, when it's snowing that people flock to for ski trips. In any way, to some shop and... Oh, fancy shop it was like a fiver for a bag of crisps you know this all organic fucking healthy stuff sure this exact same as the cheap stuff probably so got some chocolate and got some biscuits and uh went up to the counter and was talking to the woman there I don't think she could understand my accent and I was that tired like I was learning my words and I said do you know Donegal and I said do you know the campsite What's it like? And then she went giving me directions to the place. And I said, yeah, yeah. I said, I know where it is. Like, that's where I'm going. But I said, do you know what the campsite is like? She goes, oh, they have a swimming pool. And that was it. And I said, right. Um, went outside then and I was going to eat the food and the biscuits I would bought. And I was hanging around purposely, to be honest. And I started walking on the road and it was a big fucker of a hill. I couldn't cycle any more hills. So I had to start walking the bike up them. Every time I heard a car come behind me, I turned around. And I said to myself, so long as a pickup comes, I said, I'm going to put my thumb out. So three or four cars passed and they're all like Jeeps and, you know, normal saloon cars and whatnot. But then a yellow pickup truck came. And I just took out my thumb. And fair to he did slow down. But then he just kept going. There were two fellas in this. You know, I thought, oh, lovely. I could have thrown the bike into the back of it there. I would sit there 15 kilometres. Then now we were down to, in a Jeep, like it'd be 15 minutes max, 20. I would have thrown him 20 quid. But um, I had to get on with it anyway. And got one lovely downhill. And then got a few more rolling hills and eventually arrived at the place. The fucking campsite was closed. I 
the office was closed, so I was like, oh, shite. So I was like, should I just go in and, you know, set up the tent someplace? But I thought, no, caramel get me. You know, I have to do shit by the book. By the book. So there was a house beside the office, and there was a light on, and I could see in the window that there was an old woman in there. So I said, fuck it, I'll go in and I'll ask this one. So knocked on the door. It took her about ten minutes to hand her over to the door. God love her. She's she's a bit slow on her feet. Me, straight away, how day? I said, I'm looking to fucking camp here one night. Blah, blah, blah. She goes, all right, what type of uh, RV do you have? I said, I don't. I said, I have a tent. Oh, a tent, right. Um... And what about your car? I said, no, I'm on a bicycle. And she's like, what? I said, yeah, I'm cycling across America. She goes, oh, my God, you're so brave and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. Um, it'll be $20. And I thought, yeah, fine, threw it at her. She, um, she wrote up some bit of a receipt, and she gave me directions to the campsite where I could set up the tent. She goes, it's right up the back at a field. So as I was going up, Obviously, I was the only eaters on a bike. Everyone else had the big fancy caravans and whatchamacallit. But I, I seen, um, like, a la, uh, like, a cabin on the right and it had, like, a porch, and that was covered. And I thought, oh, I'd love to set the tent up there because it's going to rain tonight. And I don't know, actually, can you hear the rain now? It's, it's not that heavy, but it's not great either. No, I thought I'd better go up the back to where I was told. So we're setting up the tent and then set like I'm out in the middle of a field and then in the distance I could see um, a torch. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Someone like over in the woods dogging and they're like using Morse code with the, the torch to like beckon me over or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck? So it was getting dark, and I just, I was quick as I could trying to set up this tent. So then the torch started coming a bit in closer, and it was a it was a fella, a man with his son, and just started yapping. He was like, "Do you need help?" And I said, like, "No, no, I'm good, man." And he goes, "Yeah, we're just over in that field. There's seven deer just hanging out there, and you know, I started just." shooting the breeze and I said oh but I said would they ever come in here like to the camp and he goes nah nah they shouldn't but he said if they do don't worry um, they won't and then like he shone the torch down to the side like up his right hip and what's on his hip only a fucking gun my, my stomach I was like oh Jesus Christ so fucking was chatting away to him but like at the same time I was like I want this fella to go away because I don't like being that close to something like that but anyway um, it sound I told him what I was doing and he he headed off so lumped everything into the tent and ragged off and I just got into the bed when a um, a pickup truck has came into the field and the lights are shining through the tent and then someone gets out from the door like walking over to the tent. I thought, what's going to happen here now? So then some fella goes, hey, man. Um, Betty, Betty was the woman that I gave the money to. 
today here. He goes, uh, Betty said what you're doing, I think it's great. Here's a flyer for you, just letting you know the map of the area. She said she couldn't find it down in the, the office. And I said, oh yeah, I said, no bother. I'm, well, I was stark raving naked, like in the tent. And I was like talking out for me. And I thought, geez, I better put on some clothes and go up and talk to this fella. So I had to try and, in the dark, put on shorts and a t-shirt and went out talking to this lad and he was sound mass is his name. And he works here and just said like, oh, shook me hand a couple of times and said, I think what you're doing is really, really courageous and good on you, man, and be safe. Cause you know, there is some people out there and all this. So thought it was really nice of him, but Obviously, at the same time, it's worrying, you know, when, like, a local American is saying that as well. You know, you need to be careful, like, you know, they all know the crack, like, of what people are capable of over here. Um, you know, especially what, I think it's the Second Amendment right. Uh, you have the right to protect yourself, or right to arms or something like that. It's... It's a worrying thing, like, but um, I think, obviously, the states I'm going to be in, I should be okay. It's predominantly more south, southern states. But um, so I just never know, do you? But um, plan for tomorrow will be to get up and hit the road somewhat early and get to Pittsburgh. Stay with that warm showers, host girl, and do fuck all. Um, I'm absolutely dying as well for a pint. <laughs> I haven't had one in uh, in, in a week. <laughs> um, so I just as an awful craving for one just to scull one back and go <sighs> after after two. I'd say I'd probably wobbling, but still it's be nice. Then I'd probably take Monday, possibly Tuesday off because it's meant to rain. Um, get the bike looked at, give it a bit of TLC, wash or and properly dry all my clothes because they fucking stink as well as me. And might treat myself to a haircut and a bit of a beard trim or something like that. Tidy myself up in this. But um, Jesus Christ, 22 minutes. I mentioned just there on Instagram. <coughs> there. Um, today is obviously day seven of the cycle. Uh, obviously, I had time to reflect a week into it. Overall, I'm very happy with how it's gone. Um, obviously, you know, the last day, day or two, you know, was a bit harder, I suppose. So, so be it. But um, just to thank to everyone that's been following it um, the amount of messages like I had to be getting and saying well done and keep her going and that's their stuff and laughing it's brilliant I do feed off all that kind of energy um, so I really appreciate it like it's, especially when you're doing something like this on your own it's always nice every time you open the phone that a new person has sent something to you or talked to you like makes the day go a bit easier so um, thank you is what I'm trying to say <laughs> but uh, that's all for me it is 10pm 
on uh, Saturday the 29th of April here in Donegal, Pennsylvania. Good night, God bless, and up Mayo.